the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, Tom Brady's retirement lasted uh, 40 days. <laughs> he is uh, back. That is uh, an announcement in the NFL world that is of uh, biblical significance. Tom Brady coming back at age 44 to quarterback the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love that. I'm a big fan of uh, Tom Brady. I wasn't always a big fan of Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady played at Michigan, and uh, Tom Brady played for the Patriots, and he won a lot of Super Bowls, and I was for the other team in a couple of his Super Bowls. And after a while, with Tom Brady, I think it was about the time he led the Patriots back from like a crazy 20-something point deficit in the Super Bowl to beat the Atlanta Falcons. I'm like, you have to suspend whatever manufactured angst you have against Tom Brady You have to give up your agenda on Tom Brady, and you just have to recognize that Tom Brady is fantastic. And then I began to enjoy Tom Brady. And so I thoroughly enjoyed him winning a Super Bowl two years ago with Tampa Bay. See, we have to be open to evaluating new information. We have to be open to seeing things as they are, not as we wish they were. I just outlined a thought process that is that of a thinking person, a person who's always evaluating, and is open to recalibrating their view of life. Democrats are not like that. No, people who continue to vote for people like Andrew Ginther and an all-Democrat Columbus City Council um, vote. Well, they vote laundry. They're voting blue. They're always going to vote blue. They're not going to change their mind. Dribs and drabs of the typical voting block that support Andrew Ginther all-Democratic City Council. Maybe if their neighborhoods get violent enough, maybe if someone close to them gets caught up in the ever-increasing murder rate in the city of Columbus that has happened on Andrew Ginther's watch, maybe there's hope for the hilltop, for Franklinton, for other areas of our town. Nationally, such a reckoning certainly needs to take place. Do I have confidence it'll take place in our media? In our academic world? No, I don't. Because I'm a big believer in the wisdom of the book of Proverbs. And one of my favorite Proverbs says, A man's own folly ruins his life, but his heart rages against the Lord. Yes, the Democrats' own folly is ruining our country. It's ruining our southern border. It's ruining our reputation on the international stage. It's getting hundreds, if not thousands, of Ukrainian citizens killed because of our feckless weakness to the provocation of Vladimir Putin. It's ruining our economy. 
But are they recalibrating? Do they see the incompetence of their own leadership? No, they do not. Because, well, orange man bad. Or because they've been raised to believe that Republicans are terrible, hateful, misogynistic, homophobic people. And so no matter how incompetent Kamala Harris exposes herself to be with her words and her cackling laughter, you will have people like Anna Navarro on The View who will say that when Kamala Harris laughs uproariously at a question about Poland being ill-suited and ill-equipped and unable to handle a burgeoning refugee crisis on its border with Ukraine, Kamala will just laugh because she knows she's incompetent. She knows she has no ability to speak to complex issues. But Anna Navarro says uh, you criticize her not for her inadequacies, but because of her appearance. I apologize for the look, delay. There we go. Okay, Anna, speak. Look, anybody who says that Kamala Harris is not a qualified person, that Kamala Harris is not a serious person, mm-hmm. really needs to go back and check where that's coming from. This is why they need a conservative voice on The View. Um. Michelle Tafoya would do a great job. It would probably be a thankless existence. Um, Megan McCain got tired of it, and I wouldn't even count Megan McCain as a conservative voice. But here is who Anna Navarro is defending. <clears throat> let's start. Let's go into the Wayback Machine this time. Uh, Kamala Harris talking about the guy who eventually would pick her as vice president. But I also believe, and it's personal, and I was actually very, it was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. It's not every day you can get somebody to appoint you to the highest, second highest office in the land when you call them a racist. See, now I have I Freudian slip there. I said the highest office in the land. She has made that mistake herself. <laughs> numerous, numerous, numerous times. A Harris administration together with Joe Biden as the president of the United States. A Harris administration with Joe Biden as president of the United States. See, that wasn't her fantasizing about it when she was a candidate for the two minutes she ran. Uh, she's even got old Joe doing it. Harris-Biden administration is going to relaunch that effort. President-elect Harris took it, took hers today for the same reason. When President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona. Yeah, President Harris. This is my all-time favorite, I must admit. I played it for you before. I must play it again. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. (laughs) Did you hear her the other day when somebody asked her to put the whole Ukrainian thing in uh, layman's terms? Ukraine is a small country. It shares a border with Russia. Russia is a big country. Russia has invaded Ukraine because it would like to take... Ukrainian land and make it a part of Russia. That's not in layman's terms. That's in like elementary terms. 
And that is as well as she is equipped to do anything. As she proved, as she proved when she stood in a NATO country, Poland, talking about Ukraine and why we are defending Ukraine. So I will say what I know we all say, and I will say over and over again. The United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people in defense of the NATO alliance. That would be a great answer if Ukraine was a member of NATO, which they are not. In fact, that's kind of been a pretty important point here in that Vladimir Putin will say that the reason why he invaded Ukraine is because he does not want Ukraine to become a member of NATO. So if you are the vice president of the United States, somewhere in your briefing book in the morning over your coffee, I'm pretty sure that would come up. Putin's problem with Ukraine, he's made up a lot of goofy, phony reasons about them being Nazis and about Russian citizens being tortured by Ukrainians. But the one thing he's not made up is that it makes Vladimir Putin uncomfortable if a country that borders his own becomes a member of Ukraine. Kamala jumped ahead to a day where Ukraine is a NATO nation. But, but, she's unaware, apparently, that NATO considers an attack on one nation an attack on all nations of NATO. So that is why he cannot go into Estonia or other countries in Europe that are members of NATO, which I'm not going to ask her to recite a list because she clearly could not do it. She could not do it. So that is uh, where we are. How does Tom Brady's retirement relate to the situation in Ukraine? Tom Brady's retirement? I welcome, because I'm glad to have back, a guy whose career forced me to rethink my paradigm on greatness. Rather than hate it, I decided I should appreciate it. I wish Kamala and Biden would force me to rethink my paradigm on them. I wish they would start drilling for oil here in this country. I wish they would build a border between Texas and Mexico, between Arizona and Mexico. I wish they would green light fighter jets to be sent to Ukraine so that I could stop watching videos of mothers and children being blown up by Vladimir Putin. If they would do any of those things, I promise you I would give them credit for it. But they're not going to do any of those things because they have locked in their twisted ideology, their incompetent evaluation of domestic and world events. And we will be left to suffer for it until we can either dominate them in the midterm elections and get a Republican Congress and Senate to block them on everything they can conceivably block them on, but we will not be free of their incompetence and the consequences of their incompetence unless and until we get a president on the Republican side of the ticket, elected in the fall of 2024. Oh, gas prices still going up. Diesel, over $5 a gallon. First time ever, national 
average price of gasoline up to four thirty-two. I do occasionally see it for three ninety-nine. It's over four bucks at Costco. We have a gas crisis when gas is over four bucks at Costco. Uh, this was the topic on ABC's Sunday News program, hosted by Jonathan Carl, uh, with Heidi Heitkamp, a former Democratic member of Congress. Joe Biden, lots of Joe Biden stickers pointing at things. I did that. I did that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did do that. It is his fault. It is not Putin's price hike. It is Biden's ineptitude on energy. But uh, Jonathan Carl and uh, Heidi Heitkamp are ex- very, very upset that the polls show Americans holding Joe Biden accountable for the rising gas prices. Uh, then we have the, the question of the Russian oil, uh, you know, ban on Russian oil. We Our, our new poll had some interesting numbers. First of all, it showed uh, overwhelming support for the ban on Russian oil. 77% support it, even if it means, in the poll question, even if it means higher gas prices here at home. But take a look at this other question we asked, which is uh, Biden's handling of gas prices. Do you approve? 70% disapprove. So in other words, ban Russian oil, even if it means higher gas prices, but we're going to blame Biden. You always blame the party in power. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the administration wasn't aggressive enough, in my opinion, in pushing back on the red herrings. The red herrings like it's because you didn't build the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, Heidi Heitkamp is uh, very upset about this. She's going to go on to give you some more nonsensical reasons for this. Uh, but I just wanted to pause momentarily to address Jonathan Carl's thing. And he thinks this is uh, a dichotomy, that 77% of the people support us not buying oil from Russia, but uh, 70% disapprove of Biden's handling of gas. It is because people know that we were energy independent under Donald Trump, and people know that we have the capacity to drill for and get all the oil that we need to make the gas that we need. That is why Jonathan Carl and Jonathan Carl, I assume, is not so stupid that he does not know that. But he is stupid because he allows Heidi Heitkamp to make these ridiculous points without stopping her or correcting her. And I remind them one of the first things Donald Trump did was give the permit. And in four years, the pipeline didn't get built. Why not? Because it wasn't it wasn't economical to build that pipeline in those price points. Huh? Then why were they building it? Why were they getting close to bringing it online? If it's not economically viable, they're not going to build it. But it was economically viable, and they were building it, and Biden shut it down. What they, they argue that this is because of inflation, runaway inflation. Who drove up inflation? We saw the CBO numbers this week. It was the Trump administration that overspent and drove up inflation. So if inflation in prices and housing and in gas is because of deficit spending. Huh? Trump drove up inflation with deficit spending, according to Heidi Heitkamp. We have 8% inflation, highest number in 40 years. Over last year, when Biden was president, why would we not have had high inflation under Trump? She says the spending under Trump caused inflation, but there was no inflation under Donald Trump. There was inflation and is inflation right now under Joe Biden. So she's lying through her teeth. That's Trump's fault. And so the administration has not been nearly aggressive enough although, to explain what's actually going on. Although if you look at the numbers, uh, inflation 
really started to rise almost exactly when, when, when Biden came in the White House. Now, now yeah, obviously, well, that, that argues uh, my point, uh, doesn't it? No, no, it doesn't argue your point. It disproves your point. What happened in March of 2021, Heidi Heitkamp? What happened in March? Uh, we passed the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan. $1.9 trillion. Government spending. So if your view is correct, which it isn't, but if, if your view is correct, it is your larger point is correct. Government spending does lead to inflation, regardless of what Nancy Pelosi had to say over the weekend, which we will get to with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management at 1230. But if her point is correct that government spending causes inflation. Trump spent, and I'm sure she was fine with the COVID relief, but she doesn't mention the $1.9 trillion America Rescue Plan, which we did not need. Now, more on gas prices because this is crushing them. Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete, Pothole Pete, uh, Daddy Pete, Maternity Leave Pete, uh, on MSNBC, where the anchor is asking him about uh, gas prices and, come on, man, $4 a gallon gas, can't we open the pipeline or even beg Iran to give us more oil? The president doesn't set the price of gas, but he can influence it. And and while releasing some strategic reserves matters, given how much has, has been released, it's really just a drop in the bucket. Are there things like, and I realize it is controversial, it has huge environmental impacts, could the president possibly consider authorizing the Keystone Pipeline, uh, working something out with Iran? Listen closely. I mean, uh, look, the, the president has said that all options are on the table, but we also need to make sure that uh, uh, we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems where uh, more strategic and tactical actions in the short term can make a difference, like what you have with the Strategic Reserve, which exists partly in order to respond to situations like this. Did you catch what he said? Did you catch what the wrong thing to do would be? We also need to make sure that uh, uh, we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems. We need to make sure we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems. Did I hear that right? We also need to make sure that uh, uh, we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems. We need to make sure we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems. Maybe if he said it slower. We also need to make sure that uh, uh, we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems. Now I got it. Now I got it. Permanent solutions are bad. They want you to either buy an electric car or stop driving. Because if you stop driving, you're easier to control. You have to pay for gas. You go broke, which I think they would like because they love to enslave everybody to their government checks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.